0: Mm Yeah. On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano, tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go.
1: It is five minutes after six here on High Tide. Uh, Sydney heading for top of 19, Brisbane 22, and variations there up and down the coast. The forecast for today, Sydney, uh, water and Botany Bay looks this way. Westerly 15 to 20 knots, decreasing to 10 knots late in the evening. uh, Seas below 0.5. Offshore, southwesterly, 20 to 25 knots reaching up to 30 knots and you can add some to that Uh, in the morning then winds turning westerly 15 to 20 knots in the late morning seas 2 to 2.5 meters decreasing to 1 to 1.5 around midday the swell will be southerly 2.5 to 4 meters decreasing to 2 to 3 Around midday. Large and powerful surf conditions. There are strong wind warns, warnings out for the uh, Coffs Coast, the Hunter Coast, Sydney, Illawarra, Batesman's Bay, and Eden Coast as well. Kieran, now during the week, um, you know, I, on Facebook, I follow a lot of fishing um, Facebook pages. There was an interesting comment made, and I thought, ooh, not sure you actually get your head around this. There was a, up and down the coast, Every fishing Facebook page is screaming about wind farms at the moment. And one guy said, look, you know, I'd rather stop talking about wind farms. It's not fishing related and just talk about fishing. And I thought, oh, dude, if you, if you don't know that in the not-too-distant future there's going to be head. a whole area of the water that you can't
2: fish, Oh, what are your thoughts? Mate, yeah, get your head out of the sand, son. Get your head out of the sand. Yep. Simple as that. Because uh, – like, it's all right for those that have rang as I addressed the situation last week. And as Brendan gets on me, he said, Dad, you get too political. But if I wasn't political, we'll have this program being political. And Alan Blake will confirm. If we didn't do it, there would be no boat usage. There would be no fishing whatsoever. And everything that you buy would be imported. And... Um, it it's just the way the government is. This, you know, particular governments that get in, succumb to the pressures of the what we call the greenies and the animal activist party, and say, oh, we're going to protect this, we're going to protect that. Well, okay, we're on about the whales. Let's get on about the whales, right? But you're going to put all these wind farms out there what is the electronics, the, the, the electronics of that going to do? I'm, I want to know what
1: the exclusion zone is before I even comment on it. But sometimes you've got to talk politics. Well, and when we
2: talk politics, who do we chat to? Well, I, I support the Shooters, fish and Farmers Party because they were the only body of people that came along with a voice in Parliament that said, We'll stick up and do and take it to Parliament. What the fishing? Hang on, hang on, is. hang on, hang on. Are you telling
1: me, yeah, that the Shooters, Far- Fishers and Farmers Party yes. represented their
2: constituents? Yes. How yeah, long has yeah. this been going
1: on in bloody politics, well, Mark well, Benazia? Good the Shooters morning. This
2: party's been involved with this program for quite some time, and at least so, they cut, go to Parliament. Mark Benazia. Good morning. Good,
3: good morning. Yes, <laughs> we, yes, we are a rare breed. Um, we actually do our job. Um, Yeah, look, it is disturbing hearing um, the uh, stories of these proposed offshore wind farms up and down the coast. We had, obviously, Port Stephens in Newcastle uh, identified earlier on, um, and now uh, old Blackout Bowen has put out a a, a notice to say that um, he he thinks Illawarra is going to be a good site too. So now the so-called consultation phase starts um, for the Illawarra, so I've been out trying to encourage a lot of people um, to get on board and and uh, put their submissions in because we know with um, the Port Stevens Newcastle one, they tried to slip it slipping it in under the radar and 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 not properly engage um, with the community. So um, yeah, it is a bit of a concern. You're probably looking at a site for the Illawarra. It stretches from that proposed area, stretches from Gerringong all the way up to Bombara, um you know it'll come closest to the shore by looks of it will probably be about 10 kilometers so you will see it um you'll also have you know, uh substations in between uh those farms and and the shore to boost the signal um which will pump water in and out um as a coolant system so yeah you know, we've got to ask the question what does that do to our, our marine life around those substations um there's concerns around the anchoring of these things and tangling up larger mammals as well. Um, there's a whole raft of problems all questions that need to be answered, um, you know, both environmentally, economically. Um,
1: I, Mark, I know Kieran wants to talk to you about the environmental concerns in a moment, yeah, but yeah. my question is for old mate that uh, says we shouldn't be talking about wind farms, we should be talking about fish shows. From your perspective, what is he missing?
3: Um, he's probably missing the fact that um, these will, these things will have probably at least a 500 meter exclusion zone uh, on them. Um, this idea that they'd make great fads and you know and, and generate fish activity look are probably true, um, but you won't be able to benefit from it because you won't be able to go anywhere near it near them. Um, there's also the there's also a safety issue too with the fishermen that are. Um, particularly game fishermen that are going out, um, these these things give off an electromagnetic field, which actually interferes with most radios that boats have on them. Um, and there's talking talk of having to actually upgrade um, all the boats' radios um, so they can actually break through this signal. Because if you're past, if you're on the other side of these wind farms. Uh, you won't be able to get a signal out uh, back to shore if you, you get in trouble, um, unless you have one of these upgraded, up, upgraded systems. Um, so, yeah, it is... There's also that safety concern.
2: Uh, yeah, well, see, to, w- what you're talking about there, Mark, I never got the opportunity to speak to Mike Hammond about it. How are they going to... Uh, How is it going to affect rescues out and around... The wind farms and the areas when they can't well, get reception.
3: Well, that's that's the question. I think the marine marine vessels, uh, marine rescue vessels, will have the um, the the technology, or they already have the technology in terms of um, the, the style of radio. Um, but most boat, most other recreational boat users don't. So, um, so we're up for more costs. Yes, yeah, so, so we're up for more costs. Uh, but uh, but it's more importantly it's a safety issue. Even if this company you know, gave everyone a radio to try and buy buy fishermen off, um, how long does that last? You know, new people that are getting into it, will they? Yeah, you know, will they be able to apply to get a yeah you know, a new radio ten years down the track or five years down the track whenever they get into it? Um, it's yeah that that's not the solution. Um, yeah, so there is a concern around rescue. Um, yeah, you know, there is a concern, obviously, just around yeah, can... the environmental impacts as well, and 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 just the economic impact. Um, I know the minister is trying to say oh, it's of jobs, 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 bonanza, but we know with the, any sort of project, most of the jobs uh, only occur, or most of the jobs occur in the you know the production phase, the construction phase, and then they just dis- disappear, um, and and this will be no different. Um, you'll probably have a, f- a few jobs floating around in terms of maintenance, but that'll just be part of an ongoing, you know, ongoing contractual arrangement. Uh, there's no guarantee that these jobs will be local either. Um, so the jobs, jobs, jobs call is just a farce.
2: Yeah, it'll be down to the cost factor. That's fine. What, what what I'm trying to say to people this, that's all right a couple of people that send in these oh, you know, what do you talk about it politically? You know, I'm gonna tell you. It's up to the fisher folk and the voting fraternity. If the Albanese government thought all of a sudden millions of people that are voters don't won't vote for me anymore because of the wind farms, right? Oops! Uh, well, we'll go in another direction because he wants votes.
3: Yeah, you know, and the, and the federal government essentially just have washed their hands of this. They've they've announced these areas. Sure, they're running this initial consultation, but then as soon as as soon as that is done, it'll be up to the individual community members to negotiate with the the so called license holders who will be who will be building these things as to the. The final, final size, final impact, any, any compensation or you know, uh, management of these things, it will be all apparently negotiated between us as the individual community members and a big overseas, multinational, uh, filthy rich company. Um, and we can it, all guess it, it, where
1: it, which country that's from, and I'm not trying to be horrible, I'm not trying to be racist or anything, but we always seem to sell off everything that's profitable in this country to another country
3: yeah and you know, can you see how that's going to go in terms of how well that negotiation will go oh, yeah. um and and I guess who then you know if this company then disappears in ten in ten years, who then picks up the tab <laughs> and, and 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 the mess. Uh, for the, for these turbines when they start to break down because, you know, they're going to be exposed to wind, uh, salt water. We know from other studies that the epoxy glue sheds off into the water, uh, which causes some, uh, health issues. Um, we know these things have issues, uh, issues in high winds and, and we know that they can catch fire. <laughs> Um, well, there's I a think... whole raft of problems, yeah. You know. I that's think... not even getting into the electromagnetic field impact on on our our fish.
1: Well, that's what I was just about to say. The, the, there's t- the top three questions for me are... How is this going to impact on our fish stock when they leak? What is the EMF, the electromagnetic fields that these things generate? How is that going to affect our marine life, in particular our whales? Are they going to be all of a sudden turning off in the wrong direction? And when will we be able to see a positive return on our carbon from putting these in? How many years?
3: Yeah, well, I guess the first question, <laughs> the answer the first question in terms of its. Uh its impact. I think there will be an impact. There's a study out of the UK that exposed lobsters um, to the same level of electromagnetic fields, um, and they were coming out with deformities, um, you know, in terms of their spine. Uh, they were undersized. They were having trouble navigating. Um, there's, yeah, there's some studies going on at the moment in North America with the, the whales um, and trying to understand why there's been an increase in beached, um, beached whales uh, um, up there, and they're, they're thinking it is the electromagnetic field. Um, but obviously, yeah, obviously haven't come to a final conclusion yet. But if if that's all underfoot, why are we, you know, running headlong into this um, proposal when there's all these potential concerns that we might be signing ourselves up for?
2: Well, at um, the, Mark, at the end of the day. They're going to be replaced, right? They'll go to the nuke energy. Then they'll have to pull yeah. them all down. Where are they going to bury them?
3: Uh, probably probably hmm. in our forest. They were caught doing yeah. um, a while ago. What, what are they going to do when they forest? break
2: down and the seals leak and all the oil yeah. goes into the ocean?
3: Yeah, What's well, that's, that's, that's a very good question. Uh, these are all the things that they're just not wanting to talk about. Um, because it's the so-called renewables. But, you know, every technology has a cost. I've said, <laughs> I've said this a thousand times, every technology has a cost, and you can't can't be blind to the cost of yeah. renewables. Okay. And there's also the financial cost. Like, who do you think is going to be paying for <laughs> the, the cost of putting these bloody things in? It's yeah. going to be on the consumer.
2: I've got to quickly go to, and ask you another question, because you sent me some... Uh, information about Yamba mechanical and engineering. What are we yeah, talking about there?
3: Yeah, yeah. So we, we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago with the um, uh, the boat builders up in Yamba, and they do a lot of the marine rescue vessels, and
4: they're
3: running some planning problems. So I, um, the minister's office was clearly listening to high tide that morning, and he um, his office messaged me. Um, I think the next day, and said, can you send us off any, any information, which I have, and they've come back and said that it's now with the planning department, and they're not come back and give us a briefing um, as to what they can do. So hopefully in the next week or so, um, we'll have some more answers on okay. that. So that's a positive, positive step, that the actual you know, minister was so uh, proactive and... Um, in responding, so fingers fingers crossed we can get a result there.
1: Well, Mark, once again you've made me throw my cocoa pops across the room in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we might have to send the, your party the uh, cleaners bill each time you come on. Because uh... <laughs> yeah,
3: maybe maybe I should come in with ice packs for Kieran
1: too. Somebody somebody put um, on one of the uh, one of the Facebook pages. Um, they grabbed from I think your website or your Facebook page and put a, a comment up you know saying that you know, at least you guys were doing something for it and I made a comment underneath it, underneath it saying that yeah, at least they are standing up for for the fishos. I just had somebody ring me up mark that that disagrees with, with what we 're saying he didn 't want to come on, but he was yeah. he, he, he felt that 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 wind farms were part of the solution not the not the answer to everything but part of the solution interesting thing was he said i love the environment and i said mate that's exactly what we're talking about if -hmm. there was no impact on the environment we know the environmental impact statement will say everything will be fine because they always Mm -hmm. do that's the whole point we we, there's not enough decent research out there to 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 turn around and say that these things are totally safe for our marine life and also we're not going to have a you know a massive exclusion zone where we can't go anywhere near
3: yeah, and look, most of the things we've been talking about this morning have been about the environmental environmental impact. Yeah. Um, so that's... I, I think we're probably on the same page with this bloke in a way, but I just don't think he's realised that the potential impacts um, that we're talking about with renewables. And every, that's, every every industry has a cost. And, and that seems and
1: to that be energy. the comment all the way through uh, all of the Facebook posts, those that are dead against it because they can see and Those that aren't... Uh, that are saying, "Oh, what's the big deal?" That you just you think that it's not. They're not being argumentative. They're just not getting yeah. w- what the
2: potential ramifications are. I'll just yeah. mention this. I'll give you an exclusive. In the very near future, not many more than a week or two away, I will be talking to the Minister for Fisheries Tara Moriarty, about some of these situations and what. What we're going to see from the Minister of Fisheries or the Department of Agriculture in reference to how we're going to, uh, how our stock is going to react and how we're going to save it.
3: That'll, that'll be great. I'll, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll ring you and put you on hold. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, look, it's, import- it's important that she gets on. Uh, yeah. Obviously, she's got an important role to play. It's a, you know, it is a federal project, but it's going through state waters. So we exactly know, the, the state government needs to be pretty strong in terms of protecting our resources.
2: Mark,
1: always appreciate your time, especially so, especially so early on a Saturday morning. You have a great day.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. You too. See you, buddy.
1: Here's great value, and and, and you know I, I'm I'm not you know full on for the the political side of things, Kieran, but he does stand up
2: for the people he's delegated mm. to shooters, fishers. The farmers, yeah, and you know, he he sent me a message yesterday saying, like, you know, maybe we should get the uh, president of the Game Fishers Association uh, on the program, or what are they doing, you know? And I asked um, Bob Baldwin, "What's after doing the Australian Fishing Trade Association? What are they doing? What what impression are we making on the government?" But Bob said to me, "It's federal." Well, it's federal too. It's in in your own backyard. Yeah. And when it's in, as we just said, when it lands in our backyard, it'll be up to our current government to deal with that issue. Mm. And we know we know that we have to do something
1: besides coal. We know that, but that's the not, question is: is this the correct solution or the knee-jerk solution? Knee-jerk. That is the question. Okay, leave it there. We're going to come back and talk some fishing after this on Two SM Talking
3: Sport. Good afternoon everyone, welcome aboard, nice to have you with us here on Talking Sport, 131269, that open my number to come aboard, join us and uh, have your say.
2: Talking Sport, we grew up in a democratic framework, maybe we're not the democracy we once were, but I tell you what, I want to hear what you think and what other people think, and my opinion's not overly important, I think, yeah, Pappy and Graham and myself, we got it, we got thought.
0: 131269. The last six and eight weeks of any Premiership season is always where somebody gets on a roll, and it can be anything from normally just two or three teams.
3: So it's pretty much that way at the present time. you just got to make sure that you can get on the right one.
1: Don't worry about that mainstream stuff that the yeah. world loves.
2: Don't yeah. worry about that. You, just,
1: you stay. Don't
2: you go changing, Tony. No, we got to have a bit of a sense of humour, mate. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have
1: a lot of fun. We let
0: you on. We have a lot of fun. Well talking sport weekdays from three next time you consider exploring the unknown think about upping your game and taking your adventure to the next level with maxis tires with a range of four-wheel drive patterns including the popular maxis razor we've got you covered to make sure you get the ultimate adventure every time maxis tires check out the range today at maxistires.com.au that's ma maxistires.com.au
1: Because they specialise in strata complex unit and commercial building repairs or upgrades, network construction services are the remedial building specialists that you can trust and you really can trust them. They're good. So if you do need repairs or you do need refurbishments or maintenance to your strata complex or unit or commercial building, network construction services are the leaders in remedial building work. Call Steve 98. 085673 Your Flight Center Night Center See the Starry Light Center Cruise Center Tours Center Are you insured center? Stay young, have some fun, follow the sun, take the plunge, easy done, center.
4: Island top
1: over the top one-stop shop, never stop. Your center, our center. Flight Center at the center for 40 years Flight Center Oh After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax and what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF. Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and
3: owned. Where comfort meets sport.
1: 2SM has Sydney talking.
2: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to
0: Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today.
1: 27 after 6 here on High Tide. We are brought to you by Shimano and Blake's Marine as well. where They've got the States a special. We're, <coughs> Kieran and I were just chatting off air. Uh, Kieran, wait, wait, we were saying that because um, Blakey's not here, we we don't have his his script. We do know, uh, you know, that there are He's some, one now. some good specials available. So we just thought we'd just make up our own. Like uh, we'll just give away a station for twenty five grand,
2: thousand one for
1: yeah, twenty. Yeah, you know, don't worry about <laughs> that. You know, it's loaded it up with petrol, loaded up with all the bells and whistles. <laughs> Don't worry. When you go in there and you say I'm here for the 25 grand stay, so don't worry about the price tag. <laughs> he says to me now, he's going to hate me.
2: Offer free insurance on any oh. of, pa- of package. Wow. Boat, motor, and trailer over four and a half meters today. Today only. That's four five double seven double six double nine, or blakesmarine.com.au uh, or out at one Mulgrave Road.
1: That's good value. That's very good value. I've got one other question I want to ask. Yes. Swanee, Yvonne, can you take him back? Um, Yes, please. Oh, yes, please.
4: No,
1: thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it was a 50-50 split there. It was a 50-50 split. Yvonne's my girl. If you were a politician, you wouldn't get power. (laughs) How are you both?
4: Yeah, pretty good, (laughs) thanks. <laughs> oh dear, lousy week. It looks like going to be a lousy weekend there with the stubbleies come up last night from our south there. Absolutely blowing this backside off at the moment. But uh, it's going to get a cuss up to about 40 knots, so uh, definitely no fishing outside by the sound of it.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah, we uh, planned a trip outside on Thursday morning, Jay. Jay and I, and his uh, young fella and Yvonne. Anyhow, yeah, we hit the heads. The wind was supposed to get up about 25 knots from the northwest later in the day. So we thought we'd get a few hours fishing Then The plan was to head up north, uh, fish uh, Coolum Reef uh, up off the Arkwright Shoals. And, and uh, as of when the wind got up, we'd come home with the wind behind us. And, uh, anyhow, yeah, we got halfway up there and it started to come away and it really started to blow. And it was pretty rough, I'll tell you. It took us about an hour and a quarter to get to the spot one drift and while I was rigging up uh, Jay was all ready to go, he put a couple of a nice rig with a couple of fillies down and uh, he got absolutely creamed on something and took everything and he had another rod ready rigged and I was still fiddling around <laughs> getting ready and uh, he got creamed again and uh, I finally got down there and uh, I turned around and, and here's young Darcy he went a funny colour <laughs> Uh, sort of a greeny-gray colour. <laughs> <laughs> Decided to throw Guess up. what's next
2: coming thing, next.
4: Next thing, Jay went out in sympathy and he's up. And Yvonne had been into the cabin for something. The worst thing she could have done, because she doesn't normally get crooked, she came out looking sneaky. <laughs> the next thing there, there was barely everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she didn't quite get I sick, but she was... She was uh, pretty close
1: to it i've been so lucky throughout my life i don't suffer any form of motion sickness be it car plane or boat touch wood and long may that last but for those that i know that i actually went deep sea fishing with a group of people and a, a guy was sick that hard he, he put a crack in his esophagus and we had to turn around and rush him uh, back to hospital it can be horrendous
4: well, i tell you what, Jay got a nose <laughs> He was coming in. Wow. A nose but uh, anyway, uh, uh, while this is all going up, I've come up solid on a good fish. And uh, uh, there was a school of caviar under the boat. I and, and we noticed earlier, and, uh, and it was probably a big caviar, probably tailed uh, Jay up. But uh, anyway, I've come up solid on a good fish, and I'm on my own. Like have <laughs> got own go Man, got no gas girl, got no net girl. <laughs> Anyhow, after about 10 minutes of solid fish, just come up and guard him. I knew it was a cobia when it had come up away from the boat and started doing circles. Anyhow, they recovered enough to uh, um, finally uh, uh, Jay come across and put the net around a nice cobia so we didn't come home empty handed. But uh, we had to pull the pin after that. Yeah, poor, it was, Darcy. Uh, poor Darcy, he was that crook and. Is, fair enough, his father doesn't want him to hate it that much so that he won't go fishing with him
1: anymore.
4: <laughs> uh, anyhow, it was a lot quicker trip home with the wind behind us. But uh, then uh, Jay dropped us off at the ramp and uh, took the boat up to clean up and uh, fill up the fish out. And uh, he dropped the third round. I put some pot in actually on Thursday night and uh, got a really nice big mud crab. So, anyhow, then Jay dropped some fish off last night on his way to a Catering job, I gave him the mud crab, so he's going to make a pasta dish out of it. But, uh, yeah, it's a shame. It was a, um, a good day spoilt by the wind, but anyhow, it looks like being the same this weekend. Stick to the estuary. Um, there's been a few, but well, there's still plenty of brim about. Um, uh, might be, it's going to get up about 40 knot gusts. It's a bit hard down near the mouth of the river, which is where the good brim have been. And a few flathead, but, uh, the creeks, the water's well getting that clear now. We haven't had the rain for a while. Uh, on the top of the tides, there's been a few mangrove jack kicking around. Um, yeah, if you get up in the, in the creeks and try and get out of the wind, toss hard bodies, lures and soft plastics around, you know, uh, you should get a feed of flathead, uh, and you might even tie up on a mangrove jack. Uh, yeah, you know, that's it, fellas. It's, uh, it's not going to be a very pleasant weekend by the looks of it, but uh,
2: anyway, um, it is what it work. is. Yeah, and and congratulations, congratu- like, I Al. Uh, I just want to I say congratulations to your selection of racehorses at Townsville last week. Yeah, Townsville
4: oh, Cup. Yeah, all made of our horse won it, which is very good. he let us know and uh, the the odds of ten
3: to one. Yeah. yeah. I, don't you take, I don't. I don't get motion of the time, but...
1: Grant, but i do get paramelar sickness at the moment <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair call
4: that's fair call <laughs> well, he had a simple game plan like uh, when they got near the line uh take sebo's wing and, and the cutout out pass and tubo had a field day because um, they
2: knew he C-Bow should not be on the field day. but oh fire him up again gee that oh, no, no, i'm telling you uh, a winger is not in uh, out there tackling 58s. And oh, he's new, he's he Three times he was exposed three. and three times uh, the chooks scored Joining yeah. us on High Tide is the President of the player,
1: Rugby League Players Association, Coaches Association and Referee Association, Kieran Rieke, good morning Thank you very much <laughs>
3: don't, don't start Kieran, I had to go to bed because so I couldn't stand him anymore. more pigs I had to go to bed <laughs>
1: yeah. I was that disgusted I had to turn off the TV ten times
4: well, as a former winger, I'm, I'm allowed to comment on <laughs> too, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: guys. You have a great, uh, great time. We'll catch up soon.
4: Yeah, good to talk to you, fell. Yeah, right, <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. Yeah, to you. Keep caring for a while.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, much appreciated. Twenty five to seven.
2: It's brain tumor, migraine, dementia.
0: Have you Phing or someone you love dyslexia. been touched by a brain disorder, disease, or injury? Epile- Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au.
3: Here's why renting a car from Bargain Car Rentals is such a bargain. Best prices guaranteed. No hidden fees and no fees for drivers under 25, offering unlimited kilometres and locations everywhere. Bargain Car Rentals Australia. Now that's a bargain. Visit bargaincarrentals.com.au.
0: Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535 100. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently
1: game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Pty Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past
0: performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today.
2: Coming home
0: we're coming. Home. Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of
2: 250000 dollars Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air.
1: Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23, claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits, New South Wales TP 02527, ACT TP 2300451, SAT 23327, T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farms has been there for Aussie growers for 100 years through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame, through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farms' high quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au.
3: Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Using patented Sixth Sense technology, Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. Forgot to wash the kids' muddy sports gear in time for the weekend? With a Whirlpool washer and dryer, they'll be perfectly washed and dried just in time for kickoff. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au.
2: 2SM Sydney's talking 2SM
0: 1269 more of high tide on 2SM and the super network thanks to shimano tomorrow's tackle
4: today if
2: only i could go welcome back to high tide
1: time to catch up with the man who loves to step outside and get amongst the world paul burt good morning how are you
0: Hey Grant, I'm good. How you doing, mate? Beautiful start to the day. Uh, you know, it's lovely. We've got the blue skies today. Day two of the Gold Coast Pacific Air Show, the first of its kind here, and it's come from America. So there's some amazing aeroplanes flying around. I'm, I'm just waiting to see Blakey go past in his, um, you know, the old uh, vintage Wright Brothers looking things. See so, so how we go. <laughs>
1: well, he told uh, me he was in Hobart this weekend, but I'm guessing he might be on the Gold Coast. That'd be that'd be awesome to watch that air show.
0: Oh mate, I saw it yesterday. It was the first day, Friday, and uh, mate, it was it was unreal. They had. Um they just had, you know, big planes. They had, like, massive cargo planes doing 800 knots flying 100 feet off the beach. You know, it was just, it was just intense. And then they had all the jets and all that stuff. So, yeah, 9 o'clock to 3 o'clock again today. So that's going to put pressure on the local boat ramps around the Spit because, you know, there's going to be a lot of traffic and all that. Beachgoers, yeah, there's going to be some closures, of course, due to the, uh, due to that. So, you know, just be aware that if you're heading into Surface Paradise or adjacent areas, you, you might just come across a bit of strife, that's all.
1: And uh, I know it doesn't relate to fishing, but for anybody who sails, there is an extraordinarily high amount of data uh, with mm-hmm. regards to flying a plane that directly translates to sailing a boat. Angle of wing attack and things like that, obviously our yeah. wings move. Uh, but yes. navigation-wise, the navigation courses you do as a, as a pilot are absolutely yeah. brilliant when it comes to steering a boat around. Oh, right.
0: No, uh, too true. Too, too true. You know, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, if you grow up with it, you, you just sort of take it uh, take it on the wings, so to speak. And, you, you know, you just learn that it comes as a second nature. Uh, look, I'm not a pilot, you know, um, I've crashed a few drones, but just ask Blakey on that one. But, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to boat maneuverability and handling, you know, you can jump on a boat and know if it's a pig or not. And, you know, you know if you can make it dance on the water. And when you say you make a, da- a boat dance crossing bars, then, you know, I think you're, uh, you know, you've got a vessel that's very capable.
1: Well, hopefully the bars aren't too punchy up your way this weekend. Where can we go and catch some fishy poos?
0: Mate, it's been good, dude. It's been good. We've uh, been getting out there. The snapper season opened on Wednesday this week, so there's been a few boats out there absolutely, you know, giving them a bit of a hiding, and uh, as, they, as they would when the um, closure opens. And, you know, so uh, there's plenty out on the 36, 42 and 50 fathom grounds. So we're going to have lighter winds tomorrow, which is awesome. So uh, they'll be turning in from the south, so that'll make conditions pretty good. For those wanting to have a crack, um, I do suggest you know those uh, local 18s and 24s would be good too. Um, you know, so I think um, I think we'll be in for that uh, light winds for for Saturday and Sunday, and, and also for those heading up around Point Lookout, there's been loads of tuna up there, lots of um, leaping Watson Benito. They're great. Uh, or Watson's sleeping bonito, they're pretty good to eat. Those things too. Um, lots of mac tuna. You have to do something for those, or we'll give them to the dog. But they're good fun. And, and plenty of um, plenty of flathead about. We've been absolutely smacking the flathead quite regularly. So it's good to see that there's some nice fish about at the moment there, Grant. And I think people heading out, you know, um, you'll be uh, well rewarded this weekend, regardless of where or what you're doing.
1: Do you have a tip for what rig they should be using? Standard patellos, you
0: Yes, sir. Absolutely, mate. Look, if you're going offshore, I'd be going for float line. Uh, Pat Nosser rig, you might get one or two fish. If you go for a float line, that doesn't mean you just chuck a bait in the water and let it float around. It means that you want to put your... I would go a two-hook snell rig. So I'd be going like a 5.0 and a 6.0 uh, Gamakatsu octopus, uh, but i will be snelling them. So you're going to have one hook, and then you have a, another hook about probably three or four inches above it, and that's going to go into a pilchard or a squid, or maybe even a bit of mullet fillet, things like that, you know. And uh, and then on top of that, I'd put a glow bead, uh, just a little soft glow bead. And then um, you're going to have a, a, a sinker, uh, vary uh, vary your size of your sinker. I'd be using um, a size five or a size six ball sinker in around 300 feet of water, 200 feet of water. And if you're going closer, you know, uh, say um, between you know 80 and 140 feet of water, you might go down to a size two to a size four ball sinker. And then above the ball sinker, you have your swivel. So let's just re- recap on that. You've got your your, your your rod, your reel, your braid, and then you're going down to your monofilament leader, okay, your wind-on leader, and then you're going to have a swivel. And then below that is your rig. So below the swivel, you have some line, you have your sinker. Your sinker's going to run down on top of a glow bead, and below the glow bead, you're going to have your two-snell hook rig. Yeah. Five-oh and a tixo, so, and that's it, mate. And that will absolutely crush the snapper.
1: Perfect. It sounds like yeah. even I could do great. that.
0: Ah mate, it's easy as pie. And, <laughs> and for your bloodies, uh, squidgies are always. I love my squidgies. You know, 85 and 125, yeah. 145 mil. You know, squidgy fish. Uh, all that stuff there are, are really good. In Bloodworms, awesome. Crack pepper is the bomb. Really cool. But also recently, um, you know, we're running a bit of gulp, uh, and I've been using the uh, the gulp um, turbo shrimp, four inch in nuclear chicken, and also the pink with a cracked pepper, 1-6-2-0, uh, um, so it's a 1-6-TT-weighted uh, jig head with a two o um, hook. And, mate, that's been smacking the bejesus out of the flaties. She's been absolutely crushing them. So, yeah, there's been some pretty good catches coming through recently.
1: So it's interesting because down here, there are mixed reports, you know, uh, it's almost as if um, um, the, the fish can be difficult to find. Once you find them, you're sweet. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah. finding yeah, and. Yeah. and but most of the people are saying potentially uh, it, it's water temp and, and, and currents. that And the, the cleanness of the water, we did have some rain during the week, it was quite heavy. Uh, but up until that, we haven't had a great deal down here. It's just been really, uh, really dry.
0: Yeah, I think if you're um, – I, I think um, – I, I, I really believe that if you're – you've know, you got to find the fish. And I was talking to a mate the other day. We went out and did a shoot – uh, Ryan Vines, he, um, he won the Flathead Classic last year, yep. and an exceptional fisherman, and he runs a charter boat called Captain's Charters, and he just catches Flathead, and he is damn good at it. So we went out with him last Monday, and we went to catch Flathead, and he said it's been quiet, like pretty quiet, but we caught 15, 15 fish. Yeah, um, that's the yeah, it, was now, yeah. it was great. It was great. Yeah, I'm not going to say that I caught 13, he caught two, but I will. Um, but it was great. You know, <laughs> we <went out. laughs> but, mate, we, we hit the banks. We worked those areas where there were um, a, a weedy drop-off and, and the cleaner water pushing with the, the tide on the run out, meeting the dirty water. You know, you just got to know what you're looking for. Yeah. But. Yeah, mate, if a if little bit of Mother Nature, she always wins, so if she's pushed something into your neck of the woods and the water temperature's dropped a few degrees, you know, it, can really, it can really shut fishing down. But for us up here, you know, it, it's been on fire all week. It's been absolutely bloody brilliant, to be honest with you.
1: So it's not a competition when you go out fishing, right?
0: Mate, it's not a, not that I was counting but 13 just let you know but it was um, it was absolutely no it look it was all on camera so it's coming up on a recent on a come, upcoming episode but no he he was good he was giving us all the tips he was giving he's great he knows he's fishing and he's the bomb I tell you what um it was really good to get his uh, we, we're going to air this segment before the Friday Classic which is at the end of next month and it's just going to showcase exactly what to do if you do want to step outside and get out there and get amongst them he's pretty good.
1: You know how you can tell when uh, two sailboats are racing, don't you? How? The sails are up.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. All right. And they've got to be close to
1: each other too, yeah? <laughs> nah, no, no, that doesn't even count. As long as they're heading in the same direction, that's good enough for a race. Buddy, <laughs> speaking of your step outside, uh, how did you, did you enjoy the uh, end of the boat show? Did everything work well for you down there?
0: Mate. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Uh, You know, it was great. It was great. We did everything, um, you know, the boat show, I loved it. I think the Suzuki Suzuma fishing stage was exceptional. You know, we had Greg Reed, Rhys Creed, you know, Justin Duggan, Leroy Horton, myself, Tim Simpson, PJ Johnson, you know, it had a, a a good rundown of quality names who knows their craft very well, and and just showcasing that to the public and talking about it, and then people asking questions. And you know, you've got you're on a winner with that stage there. As far as I'm concerned, is that when you turn around and the even when the, the doors were about to close at uh, at 5 p.m. on Sunday, at 4:30 we still had you know 60 people sitting in the crowd wow. watching. Watching the, the demonstrations being taking place, so to me that was a that was the the icing on the cake that really uh, made it successful in my view.
1: Now, I'm not trying to put uh, pressure on on your uh, your team of editors behind you, but w- how yeah. long before we get to see that on Step Outside?
0: Uh, mate, yeah, exactly. Um, mate, we, we shot a lot of tips in the uh, in Cockle Bay Harbour there in Darling Harbour. I'm going to push them forward to next year, um, for yep. for because the, the, you know there's a lot of stuff on. On on various fish species that really aren't um, that really aren't firing at the moment, so I'll, I'll put them in play when that fish is moving if you know yep. what I mean
1: yep totally uh, so makes it, sense so,
0: so, it, so it works yeah you don't want to turn around and say hey you go out there and catch a uh, murray cod right now when murray cod season's about to close so you know you can't so we'll, we'll play it like that um but we will be uploading onto our um step outside youtube page which you can jump on and um and become a, a like or a whatever you call it and um and subscribe and and uh, and check it all out but yeah mate it's um it's not too far away but it will be coming
1: yeah, mate, I'll do it for you. Go on to the Thanks, Step buddy. Outside for, uh, YouTube page, hit subscribe, make sure you hit that notification bell so that you know every time the Paul Bird puts up a brand new video. PB, thank you so much for your time. We'll talk about Step Outside because you, you've got a new episode coming out uh, tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow yeah. that's cool.
0: Look forward to it, mate. Thanks, Grant. Have yourself a wonderful day. And um, up on the Gold Coast, uh, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a, a weekend of looking up in the sky if you want to see uh, the, you know, one of the best – Air shows on the planet, so come here to the Gold Coast this weekend.
1: Yeah, be careful of low flying ducks. Have a good one, buddy.
0: (laughs) See you, mate.
2: Afternoons with. Look,
1: unfortunately, too many arms of government telling us what to do. It starts with your local council, then it follows through to state politics, and of course it ends up with federal politics.
0: That's right, and I mean, nothing ever gets repealed, does it? Oh, this is for your own good, we're going to put this in. They just slowly eat into your personal choices, until one day we won't have any personal choices left.
4: Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking.
1: Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join VIEW Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. VIEW supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to VIEW.org.au.
2: If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs.
1: Weddings and other group functions are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. In their beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking the picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can create an event for you your family and friends will really enjoy. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function staff on 9670 Double eight. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw.
2: <laughs> or an excavator.
1: Or even a power
0: drill. <laughs> what is that? OK, Josh, you won this round.
3: Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coats or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats, equipped for anything.
1: The breakdown of a relationship can be a very stressful time. That is why it is important to choose the right lawyer. At Brighton's Lawyers, our expert team of family lawyers are committed to achieving the best outcome for you and your family. No matter what your time of need calls for, the family law team at Brighton's Lawyers are available. Contact our family law team today on one 848
2: 848 or visit Brightons.com.au. Brighton's lawyers, we do support you in your family law matter.
3: News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
0: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go.
1: It is seven minutes away from seven o'clock here on High Tide. It's time uh, almost to head up to Salamander Bay. If you're heading down Salamander Way, look for 163. That's where you'll find Duff's Salamander Bait and Tackle, who do bring us fish reports each and every week, here, in
2: which we do appreciate. We certainly do. And uh, the fishing up there should be good, at least there's uh, the Karua River and a few other creeks that run off that that you could fish if the wind's up. Correct, Matt? No, he's not
1: there. I'm just looking at Brendan there. at the moment, who's shaking okay. his head, saying that uh, he's uh, maybe not. not but maybe Baldric has come up with a cunning plan and thrown a cat amongst the pigeons. That's what I'm thinking may have happened. Oh, no, that could happen as well. What it could mean, what it could mean, is that people have taken our advice from four o'clock and decided instead of going out today, I'm going to do a rehaul of my tackle, and they're all in the shop
2: buying upgrades. Yeah, cracker crabs. Listen, you could go fishing today in Pittwater because there's some large salmon and tailor running around. Barren Joey, anywhere from there, right across the west head. Mackerel Beach is a good spot. You'll find Flounder, Flathead. Uh, anywhere from Palmy right through to Stokes Point. Uh, Alvina Bay is another good spot. Take some pippies and whiteboat along. Gibson's Marina, you know where that is. Yes. Yeah, you know, Take some poodle hawksbury prawns there for some brim. Anyhow, the northern beaches are all fishing good. You'll find plenty of. Uh, Whiting on the Beaches and Salmon and Taylor, that's all good. Anywhere from Manly right through to uh, Baron Jerry. I went to, oh, the lake's fishing okay and it's open too, so that'll make it good. And if, if you're, you're heading up that front, way, you can always pop into narrowbean Bait and Tackle along the way too. Got to call in there and talk to Mark, Curly or Chris. They're all there. 49, what is it? No, 99706204. That's the contact number. Hmm. And I think they are 1469 Pittwater Road. But if you want to go up north and go fishing out of Coff's Harbour, you'll have to check the weather. But the, let me tell you, the Marlin were out there, the Barcode, the Pearl Perch, the Kingies, the Snapper, they were all out there. So the beaches are good for Brim Taylor, Tarwine, Dewey's. Dewey's are not over large, but they're there. And in the rivers, you'll find the blackfish around the rock walls. The lower reaches got Brim and flathead. Upper reaches, you'll find the Jewfish. And in the marina, there's Trevally Brim. Uh, at night time and during the day you'll get the blackfish and that's also into the harbour. Cape Dam has been yellowbelly and cod and similar situation at Pindari. Harry's bait and tackle, the Bateman's, uh Trevally, brim, flooded and jewies in the river. two Wharf, Rockwall's a good place to fish off. The beaches, brim, flooded, whiting. Uh no, and only, only the odd whiting. Salmon and Taylor and jewies are there though. Um don't worry about outside fishing. We'll talk about that tomorrow. The same down there at the Complete Angler at Naruma. Don't forget to call in there, Ocean Hut. Say good day to Daryl, Rob, and Darren. Uh, the lake's been good. Excellent run of salmon and tailor down that way. Metal lures, any size is working. Been a run of brim as well. In the marina, there's salmon and tailor. Plenty of bait about. Uh, the water is very clear, naturally, off the salmon tailor. Uh, and the brim are at the ends, as I spoke about earlier this morning. If you want to do fresh water, all the local lakes around Canberra—your Burley Griffin, Barrenjacket, Goo Taganong, um, where was Lake tangtangra Yarrabee Ponds, Junadera, they are all producing redfin, carp, yellowbelly, and cod. Uh, Jinderbion, Yugovina Voon, Dubai. very good as well. Just heard from Matt uh, Dust
1: Salamander Bait and Tackle says the weather up there is very average and he is very busy, but you can give him a call, 49820711. If you're thinking of heading out today, as Kieran suggested, not All that best, southwesterly 20 to 25 knots reaching 30 knots and that's by mid-morning, winds then turning westerly. Seas should be around 2 to 3 metres, so it's a big one. Be careful if you're heading out and remember, as Kieran always says,
2: please keep your eye on the sky. Today is one of those days that it is very, very important. Have a great day, safe day. Look forward to your company tomorrow. But as sure as yappies bite your toes,